0: This is Jeff Duncan from Auburn St. And you're listening to the Rock and Metal Combat
1: Podcast. Welcome to the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast with Doctor Fuck and the Ayatollah of Alcohola, Ian Wadley, better known as Wadzilla. So enjoy another awesome, incredible episode of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Bam, bam, bam. Dilly D.
0: Hey, fucktards, it's Dr. fuck, It's Doctor Fucking with me. Is oh yeah, yeah. We're pull. Had shitty days. Well, day. Well, maybe days. I don't know. Today was <laughs> yesterday. I lost my phone. Uh, and and then I thought I lost my license, but I found my license. I'm drained. I need some fucking sleep. But we need to do this because I can't do it like any other day. So, uh, cause tomorrow I want to be sleeping. Anyway, so, um, yeah, when I'm going to sleep, I won't wake up until Monday after this show (coughs) airs, and uh, we really don't have no news, and this is a really short review. We're going to review Motorhead's uh, Inferno, right? Is it Inferno?
1: That is correct, and uh, this is for Jimmy James Schwartz.
0: All right, Jimmy James Schwartz wants to hear this, and uh, so what we're going to talk about is uh, the recent drama that took place on the facebook page because after all everybody loves drama true oh my god drama is
1: so so enticing isn't it uh it it is i mean and you'd be you'd be lying if you said it wasn't uh but that people love that shit and you can tell by the people who feed it (laughs) on the page as well
0: well let me take time to lie because i hate it i'm lying yeah I i may be lying to everybody but dude i hate drama dude I can't stand drama. I deal with drama in every aspect of my life. The band. Hey, really? Josh. What? Josh is here. Is there drama in our band or what? Always. Always fucking drama in the band. My job, you know, the, the radio show, everything, you know, the chicks, everything's just drama, drama, drama. And, you know, when, when I go on Facebook, if anybody like has me on Facebook, they'll notice I you know, for the past, I don't know, three, four, five months, I only post really on the podcast page. I barely ever leave, like, you know, I'll make a post maybe a day. And usually it's one of those memories, like, five years ago, you put up this picture, you know, so I'll click on that there, share. I'm done talking to you guys today, you know. But, uh, you know, and I go on to, and, you know, and sometimes, look, we all, here's the thing that, that, that gets to me. We all have fucking opinions, right? And obviously, my opinion, your opinion seems to tick off certain people. And uh, you know, I can't. I, you know, if I say, "Look, on this page, I think this band's overrated," there, you know, everybody, what are you talking about? Okay, let, let me let me explain it better so you can, all can understand. I think the second most overrated band is Cheap Trick, the band I love. You know, I'm talking about bands that are like Teflon. You know that. You don't hear anybody bash and it is maybe it's in the, It's less than two, you know, it's maybe one or two at the most where everybody unanimously agrees. And I don't hate rat. You know, what I mean, I, I, I do think they're very overrated, even in general, but um, I do love some rap. But, you know, I do that and everybody just goes up in arms and and then, you know, certain people try to prove me wrong. It's like, dude, I'm talking for me. You know, if you're going to go there and start saying shit about, well, I think Black Sabbath is overrated, whatever. You know, I'll probably join a conversation if somebody says something, I'll reply with them to let them know, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think they're overrated, but in no way to dig at the person that thinks they're overrated.
1: You know what I'm saying, Ian? Yes. I don't know by, what I'm saying. By I'm the saying. way, Alvin said Black Sabbath is overrated.
0: <laughs> and remember when he said it, I didn't say a word to him. Not one word. I don't say anything to him it's his opinion. fine but some people don't some people are just like so anal with everything. It's like if you don't agree with them, you know they're like Ugh. and then there's and, and don't tell and, and tell me it, isn't it ironic as much as we get rat on the page after I put that overrated thing the next day it was spammed with rat even with a fucking fake profile that went there. <laughs> to start spamming Rat. That's when I went crazy and spammed the page with different bands because I was just so sick of, you know, like, oh, you're just going to bombard the page with one band? Fuck you guys. I'm going to fucking I'm going to show everybody that, you know, there's other bands out there than Rat. You know? And seriously, they're fucking overrated and they're boring live. I'm sorry. Steven Pierce, he's a bore. He's a fucking bore. Anybody can't see that? And I and come on, man. Even you that loves Rat can fucking admit that
1: guy's a bore. Oh a, yeah, a fucking
0: uh, bore.
1: I, I I love the music, but yeah, I've seen more uh, energetic frontmen.
0: Yeah, I saw I saw I seen more energetic people at fucking Special Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that? What's that dude's name? <laughs> I was about to say that guy in a wheelchair that can't talk.
1: Stephen to... Hawking. And... Yeah, he's
0: even more energetic. <laughs> he should front rat. <laughs> if he fronts Bobby Blossom's rat, I'm going to that camp. <laughs> Science. Exactly. So, you know, my point is like, and that's just my thing. Then when Ian came out, he made people leave. <laughs> his, oh. His was so bad, it made people leave. With me, they just wanted to fight, you know, and prove me wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> but, Ian, uh, it's like, you
1: are wrong and I'm out of here. Yeah, I had a mass ex- exodus. I had, I had the Wadstown Massacre. And it wasn't <laughs> even that bad.
0: No. And you, and you know me, I don't, look, and, and I'm going to say for the millionth time, I never talk about politics and I never will say who I voted for. And at the same time, I never bash Hillary or Trump either. I don't. I just stay the fuck out of it. Now you tend to not stay the fuck out of it, and you know why? Because it's your fucking voice. It's your fucking page, as much as mine. And if you want to say what the fuck you feel, even if I disagree, why the who the fuck am I to tell you not to do that? Unless it's talking about my my dear friend Terrence, and that that's wrong.
1: Right. But uh, you know my political shit. Uh, you know, that's that's on my personal page, but when asked about it, yeah, I'll comment on it. But the the post that I put up that caused all these problems was a music-related post. Yeah. It was it was about Guns N' Roses. Now, for those of you who don't know and and man, everybody's fucking messaging me. What's going on? What's going on? I missed it. I put up a fucking post, Guns N' Roses played Mexico. And Axel And a lot of people in the Guns N' Roses camp, like most sane people, hate fucking Donald Trump. And they dropped a piñata, get it? Because they're in Mexico. They dropped a Donald Trump piñata and had people come up on stage and bash it. And the band bashed it and everything. And I thought it was pretty fucking funny. So I put that up. And all I said, uh, you know, all I said was, I said, it's not Izzy and Steven back, but it's a start. Right, that's it. That's enough. yeah, I'm I'm notoriously hard on this Guns N' Roses region because you want to talk about a band that's overrated. In my opinion, is fucking Guns N' Roses, and especially this half-ass fucking reunion. Well, but,
0: Guns N' Roses in general, I, you know, I'm not on the page. The page, there's a lot of haters.
1: Oh, oh yeah, no, but I'm saying I'm saying in general, yeah, uh, you know, but there's a lot of people on our page that man, they they, they suck the tit of fucking Guns N' Roses the way I do Rat. <laughs> you know, yeah. and and everything, you know, Axel does is gold. And I thought it was funny because uh, specifically these people that think Axel Rose is the second coming of Christ are Donald Trump fanatics. Ooh. And I thought, how ironic is it that their idol, you know, it'd be the equivalency of, of fucking David Lee Roth coming on and saying, I really like that VOA album. You know, <laughs> it, it would fucking, it would destroy me. And well, apparently it destroyed these people who, you know, Axel is their fucking god. Well, this is what your god thinks. He thinks the same as this asshole right here. You know, yeah. and, and and that's all, all I said. Well, Justin Shoulders went fucking ape because J- Justin Justin unfriended me during the election from my personal page. Oh, well, I didn't know that. And, oh yeah, yeah, and he never he never refriended me. Uh, But he stayed on the page, but he didn't want to see my shit. Because I'm very political on my page, but that's my personal page, not here. The only reason I post that is Guns N' Roses related. Okay, and it was on Blabbermouth, it was on everything else, and I posted it. He lost his fucking shit. But, you know, he got into an argument with you earlier in that day. He got an argument with John Aldemeyer. I mean, he was just looking for a fucking fight that day. And all this shit went down. I'm at work, and then I'm at the gym, and you called me after I get out of the gym and said, hey, he left the page. And I'm just like, are you fucking serious? And not only him, John Holt. who I, I, I love John Holt to death, man. He's been here for a long time. You know, I sure as fuck don't agree with him on shit, but I always liked John. He left too. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So then I put a thing saying, hey, look, you know, if you can't handle my personal opinion on this fucking scumbag piece of shit Trump then fucking tough shit man speed on before you get peed on if you can't take what I think and and, and let that be a lesson to anybody else here if you enjoy the show but you don't agree with me personally then don't ask just just stay on the on the music page don't ask to be my purse on my personal page cuz you ain't gonna like what you see if you can't now some people can some people tell me up right. Hey, I disagree with you a thousand percent, but that's your page. Hey, I respect that. That's right. You think I'm I'm crazy? I think you're fucking crazy. It's your group, too. That's but, the thing.
0: But, uh, you know, look, I got I to gotta bring this in because I, I really want to show how I'm not a hypocrite. OK, if some motherfucker was to join the rock and metal combat page and just post shit about how great Fidel is and how yeah. great how great Chet is. I would be offended and I would block the person. You know why? Because it's my fucking page. Now, anybody that left, just just remember, it's Ian's page. He can say whatever the fuck you want, but if you want to go on there and spam it with shit that you know that will offend us, it's no different than us going on your personal page. offended. because this is our page. Love it or leave it, I'm sorry. I already had a problem with Justin before, because if, if you remember, and you all want to go back, I think it was the Guns N' Roses episode where he was like, you know, when we all talked about how he called me your bitch. And, he, you know, and he also said, oh, and the way you came on the page saying you were going to clean shit up. Like, he was all offended over something I did on my page. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't know if he enfriended me or not. If he does, fine, whatever. But um, my, my point is that some people get a little too little too comfy in that fucking, uh, in that board where they think they, they actually own the page. Like they, they have a say, just cause a lot of people kiss your ass on that page. That does, still doesn't make it a page. What you need to do is do your Justin Childers page or, you know, or anybody else that thinks they're a little too comfy, you know, on, on the page to like, you know, make like act like it's yours. It is everybody's page at one point, but when it comes to like doing stuff to, to, actually piss us off because all i saw on that trump thing was video after video of the hypocrisy of oh well donald trump uh you know look at look at hillary or whoever bill clinton doing the same thing with immigration and blah blah well you know what dude and i'm not here to defend it i'm not here to defend Ian or anything like that whatever his point of view is but you know what at the end of the day what you jackasses need to know No matter what you say, no matter how much proof you throw in Ian's face, it's not going to change his mind, but that's why you do it. And I, and and they'll be lying if they don't, because that's what happens on my, on my newsfeed, which I unfollow every motherfucker that goes crazy on that crazy shit. It's like, I don't want to deal with people that no matter what my point of view is, it's my point of view. And I don't want my point of view to be your point of view. I can give a fuck if you believe Trump sucks or love or love Trump. I don't give a flying fuck what you think because at the end of the day, no matter what, arguing with people like that is like arguing with a wall. It's like somebody that's gonna argue with me about Che, they'll be, argue, I'll be the wall. And you're the wall when it comes to people like talking good about Trump.
1: I'm yeah, a wall Yeah, and you're gonna
0: pay for it. Exactly. That's my point, I said look, uh, the, um, let's build a wall and keep all these people I left out,
1: and let them pay for it. <laughs> That's what I thought. But, but uh, yeah, so this thing got it started getting out of hand. So I put up a post, said basically, man, if you can't deal with it, then then fucking leave. And uh, and and then I started seeing some people like, uh, this one guy's like, oh fuck, I thought this was a music page. I didn't know this is. Was- Goddamn liberal fucking commie propaganda, and and, and some dude left that I'd never fucking seen before, and then, uh, Chris Bazemore, Blazemore, whatever the fuck his name is, a fucking kid, fucking starts telling me, oh yeah, come on, this shit's, this shit's getting old, oh, my shit's getting old, and this, this is the same cocksucker that fucking messages me, like, every other week, hey, can Mr. X send me this, can Mr. X send me that, and now you're telling me, my shit's getting old, well, let me help you, buddy, you asking? You
0: asking for free shit's getting old.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'll help you. My shit's getting old. <coughs> let me save. Let me save your newsfeed because you won't see this fucking group in there anymore. And and uh, so, so I I uh, I deleted him from from everything. He's gone. He's he sent me a message like really? Eh, well, think about what you do before you do it. You made a great point. Getting too fucking comfortable. Hell, you and me have only met uh, once in real life. You know, these motherfuckers, I know you from Facebook, you son of a bitch. You don't pay me to do this fucking show. Yeah, this is it, a free show that people yeah. fucking love. We don't ask you
0: for money. It's free. And the money that we asked for never went to our pockets. It was for something else. Well, yeah. only one thing, really. But, you know, my point is, look, I do. I, I, I am very touchy when it comes to comedy shit. I, I, I admit it. And I don't like dealing with it. I don't like people coming with me with it. And I don't deal it. So if I see people, uh, let's say I'm part of the, the, here's a good example. The Kiss, Kiss, Kiss page with Bill Wang. The great the great Kiss, 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 heavy metal, hard rock page. If somebody is just so pro, chair there, I, I swear to you, I will not say a word unless somebody tags me. And then I'll say something. But hey, man, it's not my page to say anything. I'm not comfy over there. I'm not comfy over any fucking I I show respect to the people that run the page. I love monster. I don't go there and say I love monster unless it's a you know a question or what's better, monster or this, then I'll say something. But I'm not gonna go there and defend monster. I'll do it on my fucking almost human page. And that's and, and my point is is like no matter what how fucking pro commy and how much you love Fidel and love Che, there's no way you can convince me there's no way you can convince me you're right but at the same time I can throw you facts and figures and shit that you are not aware of and show you that chair was a piece of shit and it still won't affect you because your 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 mind is already set so why the fuck would I even bother if I was pro-trump if I really was pro-trump I would not say a goddamn thing to Ian why I mean it's bad enough dealing with a guy that can't get the elder (laughs) the genius that's it. The elder.
1: that's it that's it I'm leaving
0: you know and and you know and I thought and I know you did that little dig toward me and and, and backfired when you said oh rats overrated just like the elders overrated at almost human 56 I was like exactly and that's what I'm saying it is overrated over there not a lot of people bash the elder at that page I mean there are more people that bash the Elder on my almost human page then bash right on the, on the comment page. But for the majority, they love that incredibly
1: genius Kiss album. <laughs> exactly.
0: And you were there pissing me off on my page. And that's how <laughs> that whole thing started, you know? And you know, another thing, I gotta bring this up because again, I am not a perfect person. I get really angry over stupid shit. And when I put up that video the other day of me crying, you know, that classic of me acting like Terrence, like, looking yeah. through my hand. Man, yeah. I, it opened up old rooms wounds because I saw Justin, you know, saying, you know, I'm a pussy and also saying that, you know, I'm a pussy because I kicked you off the Almost Human page. It's like, number one, I didn't do that. You left on your own. Yeah. And, and also, like, you know, and there was other times he just attacked me over the way I ran the fucking page. I don't want Terrence talking about here anymore. And then he went on uh, th- you know, remember, I deleted him from the from the page because he went on the Wadzilla page saying, oh, I'm going to stay because you were posting uh shit. Did right. I say anything? Did I go there and say, don't do that? It's your page. That's a right. shining example Say it all you want over there. But for Justin to go over there and say, oh, I'm going to stay here because there's no censorship here after we already ironed things out, I said, all right, dude, you want to stay here? Okay, fine, let me help you. And I deleted him from the page. I did add him back. He sent me a nice, respectful uh, message and even said he didn't want to be parked back on the page. He just wanted to apologize. And I let him back in. I really technically don't have a problem with Justin Childers, but I have a, I have a flaw. And my flaw is if you fucking attacked me in the past, it doesn't really leave my system. You know, I keep, it, you know, I keep one eye open on you. Forever, and that's a flaw in my part I don't think I should be that way you know that forgive and forget shit fuck that noise I don't know I, that's that's for perfect people you know I can't do shit like that I can forgive but I can't forget I, I just can't forget you know what I mean <clears throat> Jesus if I if if I if Alex wouldn't be in my band if I was that way <laughs> hey, bro. You know, there's certain people that were in my band that I will never forgive or forget, you know? But some I forgive, but I won't forget. I just can't forget. And watching that video and, you know, the only person I think I can forgive on that video, believe it or not, this will shock you, is that stupid ass Scott Green. That's the only person I forgive because he didn't even know me back then. He was like brand new, you know? And he was saying stupid shit like, oh, Ralph sticks this finger up his ass and, you know, just stupid, goofy things. You know, that shit that only he finds funny. <laughs> but, you know, Justin and uh, who else? I I don't know. There was a couple other people that were really, really fucking fucked up toward me. And I was like, you idiots. You know, it's this is all a joke. And look how you all, are. not only your gullible d- dickwads that believed it, but on top of that, you just relentlessly attacked me. And you were like the shining, you know, Poor Ian the victim and now now who's the victim motherfucker
1: now. You all hate yeah. Ian more than me <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing for newer listeners. that don't remember R- Ralph and I did a fake fight that lasted for about a month and it was all my idea <laughs> and, 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 Yeah, and I, I'm the one who left this page and and oh god. It got so ugly but uh, we did it as a joke but but this this here this isn't a joke and, and what I'm gonna say from now on and just like, you, you know, Ralph, you came up with the idea, whoever goes on uh, Mark's show, we're not having on the fucking show yeah, anymore. Yeah, Lee banned on the show. And, 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 and I, I, I agreed to that. Uh, from now on, if you leave the fucking page, you ain't coming back. You're not coming back, so let, let this be uh, just, just a oh, warning. wait, wait, not...
0: wait, wait a second, Ian, because I did do a poll about that. I didn't keep up. Did that win, the, that, that poll won that you can't bring
1: anybody back? The, the last I saw it was a tie, but bottom line, I don't give a fuck what they voted. I'm, I'm saying right now, if 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 you fucking leave, now, if if we get rid of you and, and change our minds, then, then that's on us, the, then we can bring you back. But if you get butthurt over something on this, and you fucking leave you're not coming back. You're not, you're not you 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 know and there might be some people cuz of this. Oh, well fuck you. Hey, great. You go to Ralph's page, you know. You but, you, yeah, no, but and if you if, if you leave this page, you if if you leave this cuz of something and, and then you send a new friend request, you are not getting back on this no, fucking page. No,
0: actually you should block them. When they send a request, request, block them. You know, oh, I yeah. mean, I don't care if they come back or not, but at the same time uh yeah, why why would you wanna come back, you know?
1: Yeah, because you know what, if if we let him back, you know what we're gonna have? We're gonna be dealing with this shit all the time. Every time somebody gets butthurt, they're gonna fucking leave and then wanna come back. I ain't fucking dealing with that shit. Fucking nut up. Either you wanna be here or you don't wanna be here. You ain't paying me, I ain't paying you. You're you're asking to join our page if you can enjoy it and have fun, then great. You know, if you can't take it then tough shit, I got time for the fucking bullshit. I
0: have respect for people that would leave our page without saying a word. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, oh and, I don't like this. I'm out of
1: here. Oh, and, and, and we've had some of those and, and and hey. That's fine. That You know, bless you. Go, go have fun, you know. Don't and, come and, back, though. And, 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 and like I said, there might be some people who totally disagree with what, uh, you know, with my views and what it is that I recommend you just stay on this page. Don't don't ask to be my personal friend on Facebook. Because that's what you're going to see. If you can't take that and you don't like that. I had this cocksucker. Uh, he was on uh, our page. He was on the Wadzilla Rock Show page. This William Dale came on my page and told me to stop posting my shit already. You know, and that's another thing that really irks me. You saw that a lot of this after the election. I'm getting tired of seeing this shit. Stop post. Who in the fuck are you to tell me what to post on my fucking page I don't tell you what to post on your page Maybe you, what you post on your page Is uh, your kid at a fucking talent show Or your fucking dog Maybe I don't give a shit about that Can I tell you Oh don't post pictures of your dog I don't like that shit I'm allergic to dogs You know exactly. fuck you Like
0: like the the way I handle it There's a lot Hey It does make me sick And I'm sick and tired of seeing that shit But I don't say nothing to them. I just unfollow And yeah. that's it Let, yeah. let them be let them do, you know, yeah. anybody that disagrees with my philosophy of life, let them be. I'm not here to fucking educate anybody. I don't yeah. think I'm better than anybody, contrary to what most of you motherfuckers think of me. I mean, just today, and I love them, don't get mad at me, Connor. Connor put up uh, oh, Nobody's Full Crapper Classic, and I put Classic, he's like, wow, I'm surprised. I was like, yeah, a lot of people really have this misconceived notion about me, you know? But, you know. It doesn't surprise me, you know, but at the same time, it's like, I don't like people go, wow, I'm surprised. I, it's kind of like, dude, stop thinking you know me that well. Not another uh, against Connor. Yeah, he's a young kid. He doesn't know better. He still right. doesn't have
1: pubes, you know? Right. But and he, he just lot- saw Bon
0: Jovi too. You got to give him, you know,
1: I mean, he's been molested by music. Yeah. Go to, go to your therapist, <laughs> uh, which isn't covered under Trump care, by the way. But anyway, uh, you know, it would be it'd be like somebody going on your page when, when you were in full-blown celebration mode when Castro died and said, hey, I'm really sick of this Castro shit, Ralph. Quit posting it, you know? Yeah. You so know, it's not- and it's the same thing. Like, I don't go on anybody's Trump page and post my shit. I post it on my page because my page, like, if you send me a friend request nine times out of ten, if I see you're a real person, I'll accept it. But my page is really for me and people I know in real fucking life. And the people I choose to surround myself with like the shit I post. And if they don't like it, they, you know, they don't tell me what to post. Just like I don't tell them what to post.
0: Oh, there's so many anti-Trump people. It's not even, fun. I think it's right down the middle if you ask me the truth. Like when I saw all that shit going, it was on both sides. And I don't think there was more anti-Trump than more anti-Hillary. I think it was pretty much equal. And it, was, yeah. and it was annoying as
1: hell to me, but just don't follow. That's it. I'm Yeah, but, but you saw that that thread has got like 600 and something fucking posts. I mean, everybody jumped in on that fucking shit.
0: All I you saw know? was people just trying to prove you wrong. You know, it's like, dude, he believes oh. in that shit. You know, <laughs> what you're <laughs> going to say is not going to. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Bill Clinton did the same thing. Oh, my God. Boy, is my. More, boy, is my brown, uh, my 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 face red. Let me go get a make America great again red hat.
1: Well, and, and like you said, like people think they know me. I never voted for Bill Clinton. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I didn't like Hillary. I was behind Bernie. You know. The only reason I voted for fucking Hillary is it's the difference between having a dude give you a hand job and getting gang raped in prison. If I got to take one, I know which one I'm gonna fucking take. You know, it doesn't mean I want either one. But, like, people think I like I love Hillary. No, it was like, oh, God, well, if this is the two, I guess I'm going to have to use common fucking sense. But people think, oh, like, I'm, I'm here to defend fucking Hillary or Bill Clinton or anything like that. You know, it's like, no, I'm fucking full-blown anti-fucking Trump. Anti-fucking Trump. And if you can't fucking take that shit, tough shit. If, if if you if you can't, like I said, just don't friend me personally, and you won't see it because I don't post that shit on my per my personal page. Now some people get confused. I I tell that a, I can tell that a lot because there's people that belong to the the rock and metal page. They belong to my personal page. They belong to the Wadzilla page. Like I do a thing on the Wadzilla page. Uh, I do a, a post Monday through Friday. That has nothing to do with metal. It's just like a song I like from a different genre. I call it an out-of-place masterpiece. And then I Justin kept posting out-of-piece masterpieces on the rock and metal combat page. And I'm like, idiot, these are for the Wadzilla page, not the fucking combat page. You know, but people think, you know, they, they see my post, they think that's what I'm posting on, you know, rock and metal. No, pay attention to where I post what. I don't, I don't post that the anti-Trump shit on the rock and metal page. The only one I posted was the fucking one that had to do with Guns N' Roses. So, yeah, so if you don't like that, man, and if you can't handle that, uh, you know, one guy won't tell you what he is, and the other guy is, is uh, I guess what you call a snowflake liberal, because I'm not even a Democrat, I'm a registered independent, you fucking idiots, but you know what, if you can't handle that, then fucking leave. I don't need your fucking ass. I don't want your ass listening to my show if you're that fucking stupid. You right, know, really. Right about now? Mark is listening, rubbing his hands, going, "Excellent." <laughs> well, <What? laughs> I, I like there was one guy I I knew, I'd never seen him on the page before, but he was in that thread. He's like, "I don't know if you should be doing this. You're you you could be alienating some of your audience. You're trying to build." Fuck that.
0: Fuck that audience. I don't want people like that listening to us. Fuck the sensitive be- bitches. I don't want that. I really don't. I don't want people that I don't. That's one thing I made a post about. Look, man, we're gonna speak our fucking mind, and if you guys don't like it, and stop listening. I don't want you to listen. I didn't want you to listen in the first place. If I knew you were so anti, whatever the fuck I believe in, that you're, it bothers you enough to leave, then please stay gone. I don't give a fuck. I would rather have zero listeners, being myself second-guessing ourselves to, to get a lot of listeners.
1: yeah and that's exactly what I said I said I'd rather have 10 real motherfuckers on this page than the like 2,500 that we have you, you know if, if it was all like they liked me for some fake thing and that's what I think the majority of the people like about this is that we say what we <coughs> want and we, we say the shit that other podcasts won't say you know we, so we, we,
0: we... we wrangle them in you know what I mean They loved us at one point, but then when they hear certain things about us that they don't agree with, then all of a sudden we're scum. Oh, but you seem to forget what you came to the page for in the first place.
1: Right. You know, it's no different than I fucking despise. I despise Ted Nugent, and I definitely won't shed a tear when the fucker dies. But I'm not going to sit here and say I don't still listen to Ted Nugent albums. I do. I love his music, but I hate him as a fucking person. You know, I'm still going to listen to his fucking music. You can disagree with me all you fucking want, but you can still enjoy the fucking, you know, podcast. Now, I don't, I love Ted Dugan's fucking music, but I don't go on his page trying to get him to be a bleeding heart liberal. It ain't going to happen. I don't care if it happens. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. He can drop dead as long as I can still hear fucking Stranglehold. Yeah, it's been, it's been recorded, Ian. You're good. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, that's that's basically what I got. So if there's you know, if you can hang then, hey, w- w- it's a pleasure to have you here. Let's have fun. You know, we do bust each other's balls. But, you know, like Ralph said, sometimes people get too comfortable and think, you know, they're a little bit more important or they know a little bit more than they do. So, you know, let's let's keep it real here, too. Uh, but you know, that, Ian, that... Ian, thinks fucking invasion of your privacy is a solid album.
0: I do. I, I do. think it's chock full of filler. There you go. So stick that up your fucking asshole sideways. I'm leaving. And and yet this this jackass still does a show with me. goes in that <laughs> review. Like half of that shit was lame to me. And Ian was swinging off his nuts like it was fucking.
1: Uh, I don't know. yeah. Hey, I'm so crazy. I think Rad only made one bad album. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Holy my
0: mo- This is a guy that hates the album. Yeah. I'm leaving this show. Oh, Build the oh. wall. I'm not coming back. <laughs> You'll be sorry. Make it really high. I'll pay for it.
1: Oh, oh Okay, I, I hate two rat albums. Will you be my friend? What was, what was that
0: profile? Honk Hogan?
1: <laughs> that was the stupidest shit ever. Oh, brother. This rat song rules, brother. Oh, that, that's another thing. After After, after Justin left, I made sure to go find his fucking alter egos, too, and fucking delete their fucking ass. Oh, really? Oh,
0: really? Oh, he was technically still on the page.
1: Oh, yeah, because he's had Adrian Smith. And Who knows? He can still be on the page. There's so yeah. many people with fake fucking profiles. I, I try to weed them out, you know. I, I really do. I mean, because I sit there, and that's something a lot of people don't know. Man, if you want to join this, I go check out your fucking page. First to see if you're a fucking, you know, you're a bot or something like that, you know. If I go on there and everything on your page is in Swahili and 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 you don't like any metal bands or nothing like that, then yeah, there's no reason for you to be on this page. I saw one cocksucker trying to join the other day. <laughs> Not only was his page half his page was Trump, the other half was Sammy Hagar. I'm like, nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, I don't I don't need numbers that bad. We would rather have real motherfuckers than be able to say, Oh, we have the most amount <coughs> of people on our page. That doesn't mean shit if they're a bunch of fucking fakes and fucking Sammy Hagar fans. Yeah, there's
0: an idiot on my YouTube page, on the Almost Human YouTube page, keeps leaving comments how Sammy Hagar's the best singer of Van Halen. I'm like, oh, this guy must be listening to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking that it would upset me, I'm like, oh, look, cool. Here's another guy I'm pissing off, you know? (laughs) Fuck down. Fuck everybody. I don't give a fuck. I personally don't have a problem uh, with Justin. But at the same time, like I said, man, he did call me your bitch at one time. And boy, that's like the worst thing you could... Me, Ian's bitch? Turn the table on that one, baby. Who (laughs) rides whose coattails here?
1: Yes, master.
0: That's right, you're my bitch, boy. I mean, come on, it's easy for you to be my bitch. You think fucking uh, Invasion of Your privacy is a solid album. And you know, and here's another thing. There is a rap page that uh, I don't know. I James, think James McCormick made it or something. Right. Then take it over there. I mean, seriously, it's like. Take it outside. Take it outside. You know, and then, you know, and then we have like people like, all right, here's another thing Matt, Matt Weller's dick. He's like uh, bashing Dream Theater and whatever, you know, it's like whatever. But I had to throw that little jab. Yeah, the poison fan has spoken. And then I just spammed that whole thread with poison shit. It was, that type of shit's like fun. It's not a personal attack, really. It's kind of like, well, oh, it's ironic you ain't Dream Theater but love poison. It's like, anybody that loves poison is like, come on, you're just looking for for somebody to like fuck with you, you know? Yeah, o-
1: only Johnny Vogan's allowed to like poison. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, he, that guy,
1: you want to talk about overrated.
0: <laughs> that guy's total Teflon for me. He could say whatever the fuck he wants. He can love fuck, it was, unless he gets it goes into that chat thing. <laughs> fuck, yeah, fuck that noise johnny vogans fucking johnny's gold gogan but uh but yeah dude him it's kind of funny though you know it's hysterical how much nothing nothing that's shit he, he doesn't love you know what i
1: mean oh god I, I can't remember it was something i put up for for a classic or crap and it was actually a song i didn't mind i didn't love it but you know it, it wasn't the worst thing i've heard and he hated it and i was so shocked i was like oh my god if johnny Vogan says you're fucking lame fucking shoot yourself yeah that's pretty bad man <laughs> oh i wish i could remember who it was but i, I was so taken back but i was like oh my god johnny Vogan doesn't like this
0: i i, I didn't think that guy didn't uh loved everything i know
1: oh man and uh yeah, so, so so that so that that's our big thank you, fuck you to the fans, and now you know where you stand. And a big uh, and a
0: big thank you to all the fans that really disagree with us but respect it, and and you know don't challenge us on and don't try to like wake us up to our views. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, dude, it's I'm not gonna convince you to love Trump. You're not gonna you're not gonna convince them to hate Trump. That's right. the bottom line. I don't like either one of them, to tell you the truth. I don't like Trump or Hillary, either one. That's where I stand, but I did vote for one of them. But I'll never say who, ever. Because, you know why? I, Because I don't want to be part of that argument. I really, and that's just a personal choice. It's not like, oh, I'm scared if people know I voted for Trump, or I'm scared if people know I voted for Hillary. It's more like, I don't need you to judge me for who I voted for. Fuck you. I don't give a fuck who you voted for. I don't give a fuck who Ian voted for. I really don't. And I don't give a fuck whoever voted for, for Trump or, or whoever, or I don't give a fuck who Justin voted for, whatever. You guys both have valid points. Why you fucking hate them. I hate them equally. You know, me, I had to flip a coin. <laughs> I didn't have like, you know, uh, this mess. I had to flip a coin who I voted for. And that's why I don't want people to judge me for who I voted for, because who I voted for, I fucking hate, you know? So it's like, whatever. But I voted because I wanted to vote, you know? My dad taught me at a very young age that you should always vote because of what he went through in his life in Cuba, that voting is, is a, a privilege that you should always, you know, cast your vote, you know? And that's what I did. And no, I didn't vote for some somebody that was had no chance of winning. I just... That's th- to me, that's throwing away your vote. I'm sorry. That's the way I look at
1: it. Well, you know, that's l- like Justin said, man. He, he He's sick of career politicians, so he voted for somebody who wasn't a politician. And I say, hey, when you get cancer, then call a plumber, you fucking genius. Ouch. Fucking dumbass. Fucking dumbass. That's all I got to say about that. But, let's and, and, and here brings an interesting point. Now, I could be wrong. And if I'm if I'm wrong, I deeply apologize for calling somebody you know, uh, you know this vile thing I'm about to call. But I think Jimmy James Schwartz voted for Trump, and he never brings anything up. And we're doing an episode just for him. Well, plus he was good enough to donate. So without further to do, let's do this for Jimmy James Schwartz. Yeah. All right. Now it's time to
0: review the blah 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 year of uh, the Motorhead album Inferno. What year was this, Ian? 2004. Motorhead has so many fucking albums that I remember hearing this album and liking it, but I never went back to it because by the time I was going to go back to it, a new one came out.
1: That's right. Yeah,
0: you know, it's like they come out—they came out so quick back then. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of Motorhead albums I go back to all the time, and there's a lot I don't, and this is one of them. But I did for this. I studied it, and I made some notes. And uh, I don't remember when I discovered this album because Motorhead just shit out so many albums that, you know, I don't remember buying this one. I do own it. I own every single Motorhead album, but I don't remember, you know, actually when I purchased it or like, just like many of those albums that came out at the time, Bad Magic, the last one, and name some of those other ones, Uh, Ian. World is Yours. Yes. Was there a World is Yours part two?
1: Uh no well no uh you're thinking of the live albums uh there, there was part one and two uh live albums yeah. called uh, uh uh the uh the the world or hold on I could have sworn the- that studio album was called the world is yours yes no the studio album was called the world is yours and then they released the world is ours volume one everything further than every place else yeah. and then. The World is Ours, Volume 2, Anyplace Crazy is Anywhere Else. That's what you're thinking of. Uh, Yeah, I definitely understand what you're saying about when they put out so many albums because there was a block where I checked out, and, you know, not anything against Motorhead by by any means, but it's just like I was into different shit, and like you said, they always put out another album, but there was a block between Hammered and... uh, the World is Yours, where I really was, wasn't was checking out the new shit. Yeah, me so, too. I did like, check it
0: out, but I wouldn't go back.
1: Right, exactly. You know, check out a few, like Hammered, Inferno, Kiss of Death, and Motorizer. Those are four albums that I'm not familiar with. Right. Uh, you, you know, uh, aside from a few songs. And I know everything. I mean, to me, I, I mean, there is the classic lineup you know is is one thing and then there's like the rest of the 80s and then there's everything else you know and you know i was i was casual in the 80s when when you were a big fan and then i left and i really i mean i didn't get my motorhead like yes this is the band for me you know funny enough to your ears till snake bite love till i actually saw them that's when i went back and like when I first saw them live, I was like, I need everything, this band. And that's when I went back and got more than just fucking Ace of Spades.
0: Right.
1: Uh, and I got into them, like, really fucking hard. For, like, for like a year, I was just like, yeah! And then, like I said, by the time Hammered came out, you know, I, I, I'm i very, like, I get into a phase, and then I get onto another phase, and I just kind of left during that era. But I came back with The World Is Yours, and I love The World Is Yours, I loved Aftershocked, I love Bad Magic. But this came out in that weird period where I just kind of checked out for a little bit. Right. So this was like discovering a new album, even though I was familiar with certain songs. And we have to point out, this is another fan-picked episode. This is for Jimmy James Schwartz. Hi, Jimmy James. Yes, an old-school fan of the show. He came on very early. Uh, I can't remember exactly how, uh, he found us, but, uh, it was early on, and, and he is supposedly the father of the first Rock and Metal Combat podcast baby. I remember that story. Yes. His, his son Jack, yes, they were having problems conceived. He started listening to you and me, and that gave him the chutzpah to go in there and really fucking shove in those baby bullets. And and he's got a hot ass wife too, and wow. they made a they made a beautiful son. Let's get so, her
0: that plane ticket.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that go. later. Yeah,
0: come but, on, uh, Jimmy James.
1: Yeah, Jimmy, we'll, we'll Jimmy make James you
0: we'll make you another kid, and we'll name him Combat.
1: <laughs> uh, his son, his son Jack, is an adorable little boy, and uh, yes, our first Rock and Metal Combat podcast baby. That's and, right, and and we don't have to pay for it. Jimmy's flipping the tabs, so you got to love that. Hell yeah. All right, Jimmy. I was just kidding (laughs) about your
0: wife, sort of.
1: (laughs) All right. So, yeah, let's get into this album. It was released in 2004, and I want to say this was the first one. Yes, it is. The first one that they did with Cameron Webb as producer, who would go on to produce the remaining Motorhead albums. All right. Alright, you want to take the title track? Sure, or, uh, the Terminal, track?
0: Terminal Show.
1: Yes. Sir. I remember seeing this
0: on MTV2, remember that? Is that still yeah. around? Ah, uh,
1: I, I believe, but they changed the format.
0: Okay, because they had a as
1: ball. Right, yeah.
0: Yeah, this is a killer opening, good way of describing the last days of life. Kind of prolific on his part as the end of his life was indeed a terminal show, but as most would just be in bed waiting for the end, Lenny was out there on the road living the only life he knew, rock and roll. I think it's a slamming song. What do you think?
1: Um, I think it's not a bad opener, but it's not classic. Um, and it doesn't need Steve Vai. Steve Vai's on two songs on the on this album. And uh, and I love Steve Vai. I mean, I mean, amazing. But uh, yeah, yeah, Steve Vai does not s- suit well with Motorhead, to my ears. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't even know he was on this track. Yeah. Well, well, you know what's even funnier is on the next album, CC DeVille's on it. <laughs> oh my lord! Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. What was the album after this? Motorizer. Uh yeah, I believe motorizer. Wow. Yeah, but but uh no uh actually, <laughs> uh, let me like CC. Yeah. Thought thought he was a funny guy, and uh, you know you know Lemmy was all about loyalty. He didn't care what was hip or what was cool. You know if he if he liked you, you know, and 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 even you know CC by his own admission said he could play ten times fucking better than what's called for in poison, but that he plays what's called for in that fucking, you know, band. Right. Um but uh yeah I mean I mean Steve by it just it just sounds out of place. To me I I mean I love all eras of Motorhead. I, I truly do. But I'm all about fast Eddie Clark. I mean fast Eddie Clark to me is like, you know, the the left hand of Motorhead, uh, you know, and shit make, uh, you know, make Filthy Animal the fucking balls, and, and Lemmy's the right hand. You know what I mean? I mean, it was just like...
0: Well, yeah, I agree. That is the classic lineup, and my if, favorite you know, album
1: are right by then. Oh, yeah, complete. But, I mean, that's taking nothing away from Wurzel. Or Robbo, you know, man. Robbo was great. Yeah, you know, uh, I love that album. I mean, and that album's a, a true anomaly, but it's still one of my favorite albums just because it's so fucking, you know, weird and out there for them. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I love what Wurzel did. I loved what uh, Phil Campbell did. Uh, but, you know, to me, that classic sound is that is that Eddie Clark, that loose, like, t- to me, uh, you know, he's kind of like a... Uh, I shouldn't say he's kind of like this person because this person came along later, but it's like, and is he straddling? I mean, he's like a, you know, like a rhythm, like a Stonesy kind of guy that's in the middle of this other band that because his playing is that way creates this whole certain sound where, you know, Phil Campbell came along later and had to emulate that sound and add a little bit of his own. But Phil Campbell knew how to really fit, but to put a guitar player like Steve Vai in there is kind of like, like Steve Vai White Whitesnake. You don't need that shit in Whitesnake, you know?
0: Yeah, he only works with a solo artist and, and, and on one day round.
1: Yeah. Uh, but like I said, it's not a bad song. It's not a bad opener. I mean, it, it's a heavy track. But to me, it's just not classic. It's not like opening the, you know, it's not an overkill. But I mean, I know that's a lot to ask, but I mean... Uh, you know, it's not a—it's not a horrible song, but to me, it's not like a—it's not that memorable either. For a band that has so many albums, it just doesn't stick out. Is what I'm saying.
0: I actually agree with you, even though I—I I believe I may like the song more than you. But yeah, it's like if I was to compile the best of Terminal Show, might
1: not make it, but it's good. Correct. All right, I'll take the next one, which is Killers. Uh, a solid song again, but uh, I'm really starting to feel after this one-two punch a little bit of autopilot, uh, especially in, in an era when Motorhead is so prolific. Uh, you know, like spit out album after album. Uh, this this song just kind of sounds like it was written without much thought, uh, just kind of thrown together, and uh, and not bad stuff. I mean, what what Lemmy just throws together is better than most people's. You know best try but uh yeah uh, again here's another song that i would if i'm trying to turn somebody on to motorhead i wouldn't be like oh check this out and i find it kind of weird i mean here you know we got the first two songs and i'm kind of oblivious to them but this this is jimmy james Sword's favorite motorhead album and it's steve kirsch's favorite motorhead album too that's wild so yeah. you know ne- you never know
0: well, I think the problem is is that they have so many great albums that let's say there weren't so many albums and Inferno was one of their early ones, then I probably would appreciate it a little more. You know what I'm
1: saying? Right. Well, it's, it's like I know a lot of people, uh, like a lot of Stones fans, who say, oh, the Stones haven't put out anything worth a shit since uh, Some Girls or since Tattoo You. And actually, they have put out Uh, some good shit in their later years. But it's just, they put out so many, and the earlier shit was so classic that sometimes you don't look at it with fair eyes. You know, it's like, because you keep judging against shit that can't be beat. And that's probably what it is with these. It's not that they're bad songs, by any means. It's just, man, what you're putting them up against is hard shit to follow.
0: Yeah, I mean... But then, you know, you think of like a song like Sacrifice or right. We Are Motorheaders, Stay Out of Jail. Right. They're, they're, they're so later in their career, but yet I would put those in my top ten.
1: Oh, and so, I, I I agree. They, they did, you know, they threw out some gems later in their show that I, I mean, in their career that I would put up against anything they did. But another thing is like, you know, here you got a couple people that might be coming into Motorhead at a different time. Like, I I believe Steven Kirsch kind of checked in and checked out, and I think Jimmy James might have came on board with this album. So, if you're not as used to the older ones, I can kind of see where, like, yeah, you're like, this is fucking killer. But to somebody who's been there since the beginning, it's like, I like it, but it's not, you know, what I grew up on.
0: Well, I do have to say this. And I want to thank Jimmy James Schwartz for this. There is a song on this album that I would put in my list as one of the best Motorhead songs. It's not Killer, but I love the riff on Killer. I love that right. little breakdown before the chorus. I think it's badass. But other than that, it is a typical Motorhead song. But a typical Motorhead song kicks ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. But there is one song on here that that you know I never really noticed before that I was like, whoa, man, this is, you know, what I consider the best out al- of the song on the album. Right. I would actually put, so I want to thank him for opening my eyes to this because it is much later in the album, so. Anyway, uh, what do you think of In the Name of Tragedy?
1: Oh, man, do I love this one. Uh, do I love, and, the- and this is one in the uh, Lemmy movie. You see him recording this. And, is this and the one got-
0: with the MasterCard? No.
1: I think so, oh, man. But, but but I think I think it got changed later. Oh really? Oh no, man! Really? They didn't, yeah, because, they didn't use the Mastercard line be, because I, I think they're recording that, but I think that line got cut out. But judging by when he was recording it has the same flow and the same structure. So I, I think unless that's on another one of those albums where I wasn't there for, you know what I mean? Like maybe that's on Motorizer. Because, I mean, let's face it, Motorhead does have a lot of songs that sound the same. Yeah. But this kind of has that same flow. And I was like, oh, man. But I'm like, this song kicks fucking ass. Probably be my my second fave on the album. Uh, great groove. Pure Lemmy and the gang vocals really work on the chorus on this one. Really, really makes this song stick out. And I don't know if this was, I don't think this was a uh, a single. I believe Terminal Show was the single. Well, it was the video. Okay, yeah, so, uh, but I think Name of Tragedy would have been a, a much better choice. I yeah. love this song. What do you think?
0: Well, I'm, I mirror exactly what you said. Um, I think it rules. I think it's an exceptional track, and I love the vocal melodies of this And the the riff is very catchy, so, yeah, I really like this song. I'll go to the next one, Suicide. I I feel like it's filler. I can still hang, but not a go-to track. Pretty much all later Motorhead albums, as awesome as they are, have songs like this. At least I can hang. You know, it's an I can hang filler. Lyrics are the best part to this song, I feel, but other than that, it's like, you know, Forgettable.
1: Well, in in many uh, Motorhead songs, I mean, you can really point out to lyrics being, uh, you know, the saving grace, especially in, you know in the later albums, uh, because musically so many are similar. Uh, I like this one probably more than you, uh, because I think there's far more filler on this album. Uh, but uh, but I, I dig it. Maybe it is the lyrics for me, uh, th- th- that keep this above what I would call filler. I, I I think it's a solid album track myself.
0: All right, what do you think of "Life's a Bitch"?
1: Life's a bitch. Uh, I I'm on the fence between filler and killer filler. Uh, but that hillbilly guitar at the beginning makes me almost want to call it Phyllis Diller. I don't know I'm kind of I could I could really take or leave this track Uh, it doesn't stick out and this album is definitely too long Um, there's too many tracks on this shit but then again like I said this is a victim of the CD age where you could throw on as many as you want and not have to trim the fat and uh, And you know know they make
0: more money too that's another thing when when each song Because I remember reading a a interview with uh, Scott Ian that he said when Volume Eight was released, he said like the reason they had like Cup of Joe and 604 or whatever the name of that uh, song was, they're very short songs, but you get paid the same amount as like a 10-minute song. So the more songs you put on, the more money you make, because of copyright stuff.
1: Oh, okay. Well, maybe. uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know how that. I mean, interesting. In fact, it definitely makes sense why Cup of Joe made the album. But, uh... uh I, I mean, I would think that would mean more in terms of, like... You know, first the album's gotta sell. And then it would mean more in terms of, of uh you know, like if the song was a single. But I, you know, I, I couldn't be wrong. No, no.
0: Well, according to that, it's, it doesn't matter. If the album sells, it counts as all songs.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, well, and I, I know the... uh the first guy to get paid is the record producer, and then it's the songwriter. So, so maybe, maybe that's why they did it. But, uh, yeah, uh, life's a bitch. Uh, yeah, I could, I could really leave this song. Yeah, life, life's it. a
0: bitch. To me, pretty much mirrors what I feel about suicide. Yeah, I, I, I'll end up uh saying the same thing. I can still hang with it. But right. it's not a go-to track uh down on me though i think that song kicks ass and it takes the disc back on track i love it i think it's a smoking mortarhead track and uh i i really dig this one what do you think of down on me
1: uh yeah we we're definitely opposite there because i think down on me is more filler than both suicide and life's a bitch uh again I mean, there's nothing here I would, like, skip and say, ah, this is a bad track. But it's just another track that would make me uh, not come back to this album. This would be one, like, if I was to put it on my phone, uh, I would cherry pick. You know, I I wouldn't put the whole album. uh, Down On Me just kind of came and went. All right, what do you think of In The Black? In The Black, I dig it. Uh, Probably my third... Yeah, I would say third favorite track on the album. I really like this. This was like a good pick-me-up. You know, kind of like while I'm listening to this, you know, I'm kind of droning out a little bit. This is the one that sucked me back in. and like, okay, there you go. There you go. Let's trim some of that fat to have more like this. I really dug in the black.
0: Yeah, I I also think it's a cool track. The driving type of riff. It makes my leg stomp and always a great sign to, uh, to a song that makes you want to punch a baby. Uh, this is a great track all around, and uh, I love the chorus. I, I love it a lot. Now, the song Fight, oh boy, one, two, three, punch right here. This one would be the knockout punch, if you ask me. I just love speeded-up Motorhead tunes. Just seems a perfect placement, it has a perfect placement. Two kick-ass songs, then bam. And then, like, how the lyrics seem like not too much thought put into it, it gives it an innocence to the song and a fuck your thought process shit uh, provoking shit you know here's a song I wrote about war with simplistic lyrics BAM love it what do you think
1: well I don't know I I, I think listening to your view maybe I need to go back to it because uh, you, know, you know just looking at my notes it didn't do that much for me but I did write down though that I could see myself changing my opinion on this uh, you know, giving more listens. Sometimes you hear a song like, you know what? I might be more into that, but right now it's not grabbing me. But, uh, but just hearing what you said, I think I should go back and revisit it. Yes. You should. Okay, I will. In the Year of the Wolf, what do you think? Ooh, I love this one. Oh. I love this one. Total Motorhead. Total Motorhead, and it's got a great swagger to it. I, I, I really dig this one. This one, this this seems inspired, and it seems like like this one sounds of uh, of later era Motorhead, you know, of of this lineup. And I think that this is this lineup doing what they do best, uh, uh, musically and lyrically. Uh, this is another one that kind of really you know brought me back into the album. And I'm a big fan of this song. What do you think?
0: I cannot disagree with you more. Wow! This is my least favorite track on here. Wow! It's kind of pointless for me. It sounds like a B-side. This one I can do without. I'm not crazy about this one at all. I don't like In the Year of the Wolf. Uh, And the same thing goes with Kings of the Kingdom. It's like, eh. This song would be great if it was on March or Die, I think. You know, I get it. Lemmy loves the blues. I somewhat do at times, but this one is whatever. Lyrically, this is... I don't need religion from Iron Fist. Just not as good. What do
1: you think? Well, here again, we disagree. Uh, Again, uh, pretty much the same uh, review as I had on the last one. Great groove and great swagger. But it does remind me of of where you stand with the Motorhead because... uh, you know, one of my favorite Motorhead songs is a B-side on Rock and Roll that you don't like, which is uh, just because you got the blues. No, what? Uh, I don't
0: remember or, that. Or just because you got the power?
1: Yeah, just because you got the power. Okay, That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, and and uh, and I remember you saying like, "Oh, they keep playing that live, and why are they playing that song?" And I don't really care for it's that. It's really long too. Yeah, and and I I fucking love it. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of that. Maybe that's why I like these uh, these last two songs, and you don't, because that's something I definitely uh, feel is that when Lemmy does that blues, I I really I really tune into that.
0: I love when he did the the, the my favorite song on March to Die is the is the blues tune with Slash, whatever that one was called, You Better Run or something.
1: Yeah, that's I can't like my remember. favorite
0: song on that album. think yeah. it's blues.
1: It's only blues song. On it. Yeah, it would have sounded better with CC. That was yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know because CC's better, right? He got right. the gig. With slash this.
1: <laughs> right. right, I, I, I think only CC should be allowed to wear the top hat because he won. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. What do you think of smiling like a killer?
1: Uh, smiling like a killer. I, I, I think it's it's a solid rocker. Uh, it's uh. Again, not standout, but it's not horrible. Uh, but I like it. But nothing special. Well, what do you think? Well,
0: this is the one that I think is the best one. Uh, this is the one that I would add to the list. This is the one that I want to thank Jimmy James Ford for, for turning me on to. It's back on track in a big way. I think this song smokes. And uh, amazing how you can make a gazillion albums and still write a song this killer. I think it's stellar, man. I love Smile Like a Killer. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go to the last one. I'm sure we'll disagree on this one. They made a video for this, too. Yes, okay.
1: that's right. This
0: is not what I signed in for. I know this is possibly Lemmy's favorite on here. I just don't get it. I ha- have to respect it. But if I want to hear like songs like this, uh, I'll put on and Wolf, not Motorhead. And I never go to and Wolf. So... I would say the lamest ending to any Motorhead album would be this one. That I wow. could think of. That I, I don't know, man, because I didn't like Snakebite Love. I got to hear the last song of that album.
1: Oh, man, I could not disagree with you more. Yeah, I figure. I know you will. Yeah. I fucking love this song. I love this song. And you can hear the joy in the whole band. And you can see it when they perform this. They, they perform this a lot. After yeah, this they, was released. they love this song. I know. Oh, it. yeah. Oh yeah. I, and man, I, I I love that he's playing you know the blues that he likes. I, I think the lyrics fit Motorhead 100%. Uh, man, I just I mean, I I guess I could see why you don't... Because you've always said that, though. I mean, since I've known you, you're not a big blues guy.
0: I am, but uh, casual. There's some right. blues I absolutely love.
1: Right, but you couldn't just listen to a straight-up blues record. No, no, I can't. No. I yeah, don't where, own any blues record. Right, right. Where where, where, where I could. Uh, and, uh, and, man, I, I really love this one. I think it's a great way uh, to end the album. I, I just wish the album overall, uh, you know, was a little bit stronger, uh, you know, and I, I, I wish we had, <laughs> this is a really short, <laughs> short review, you know, because this is one, uh, you know, and I just listened to it right before we took a break. We recorded three episodes today <laughs> and, uh, and I took a break to listen to this album because I was like, man, I just, it's not one I go to. But uh, it it just I don't know. I would almost have to say this is one of my least favorite Motorhead albums.
0: Well, maybe it's so short because we don't we, we we don't listen to it that much. But I do feel that, uh, and I and I think you do too as well. Uh, our reviews to each and every song is how we feel. You know, it may be a, oh. a short description of it, but it, it, I'm not. I, I don't think this episode's taking anything away. Actually.
1: <laughs> right, I, I, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, other reviews that we have may seem longer, either because of how much we love it or how much we hate it, but I think we both have to agree this is a middle of the road album for us. Yeah. Uh, and and we don't have that much history, but yeah, I mean, everything we said is, is what we feel about it. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry for people who who you know love this album or or people who hate it I'm just we're both in the middle of the road
0: I would definitely put this above Snakebite Love and uh March or Die yeah.
1: I don't know about putting it above Snakebite Love maybe March or Die who what? asked what's that <laughs> I was just oh. being a dick again. Oh, I was—I was like that motherfucker didn't say who asked. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> you yes, did, did, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Even I got prick?
0: offended by myself.
1: What a prick! I was like, I know he didn't say who asked. I'm like, huh? he was like excuse
0: me. <laughs> you must have said that wrong. You can't be that much of a prick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, and I'm ashamed. I'm
1: sorry. I'm but ashamed. uh. I don't know, like, like really, like I said, I'd have to go back and listen to, you know, Hammered and Kiss and Death and Motorizer to see, uh, uh, you know, what they're like compared to this. But uh, I, I really did love World Is Yours, Aftershock, and Bad Magic, so, uh, you know, this is just a weird period, but it, it was a very prolific uh, era, so.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, as much as I may dislike some of this stuff, it's still Motorhead.
1: Oh, yeah, and I'd take it way over, you yeah, know, a well, bunch of other shit, Yeah, you know. it's
0: better than some band's best albums.
1: Exactly. So, uh, uh, uh,
0: let me put it this way. I did not have a hard time listening to this and taking notes because I'm thinking of a future episode later.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: you know, so I don't mind, you know, like, reviewing a Motorhead album. I haven't heard that much, you know. So. It, was, it oh. was fun, and I thank Jimmy James Schwartz for it. Oh yeah, picking this one. So I can, you know. Plus, you know, it did something really cool. Like it, it turned me on to that one song that I already forgot the title <laughs> it was My favorite song on the album, you know, <laughs> uh, something serial killer, right? And
1: yeah, and uh, and yeah, you you'll you'll be begging to listen to this when we get to that future episode. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Jeez. But uh, it was it was released June twenty uh, second, two thousand four. Uh, their first out with Cameron Webb, who would go on to produce everything they did after this, and uh, yeah, I mean that's about all I got on this one. I, 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 I feel bad because the man paid good money for this. No, but... man,
0: don't feel bad. Hey, man, I'm sure when he hears this, he's gonna appreciate it and like it because we didn't like half-ass it. I don't think we did. You know, I, no, really, I mean, I didn't have so much description but I think like the way we described each and every song even though it wasn't long it really was like probably like you know how we taught it we cut out the fat you know
1: oh yeah and uh, I mean it is as always it's always honest opinions with us and... and
0: plus we didn't steer off talking about chicks licking our ass and stuff like that
1: yeah, but we couldn't we, we could when we record the news for this episode. So That's
0: right. So it might be a long ass intro. Yeah, there they could be they're, like an hour and a half into this this episode now.
1: Exactly. There could be some good fucking porto stuff to, to make yeah, this work. Exactly. Alright, well do you have a pick of the week, right? I sure do. Alright. And it's a
0: good one, man. It's really good. And it's, it's old. Oh, okay. You ever heard of the band called Captain Beyond? Yes, I love that album. Ooh, the first one. Yes. Yeah. That's my pick of the week with Rod Evans.
1: That's right. That's right. And Rod Evans on the Original yes.
0: Purple vocalist. And, uh, oh, it's a classic, man.
1: Oh, now, there, there is so many people, uh, especially musicians, that you talk to. Uh, you know, I just found out about it a couple years ago and downloaded it and, and, you know, fell in love with it. But now I read so many interviews with so many musicians and people who talk about Captain Beyond. You know who else loves Captain Beyond? King Diamond. Ruben De La Rosa. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, him too. Uh, I love that guy. Yeah, I know you love him. Uh, I could be wrong, but I believe King Diamond met Rush and took a picture with him and he was wearing a Captain Beyond shirt. I think it was that band. I could be wrong, though. But nice. I'm pretty sure King Diamond's a fan of this band.
1: I, I think I read that somewhere, too, where I think he said he, he uh, that was one of the first concerts he saw was Captain Beyond.
0: Yep. Great, great album, too, the first one. They had another one called Dawn Explosion that was pretty good, too. Uh, but, awesome. But I love the first one. Captain Beyond is awesome.
1: Awesome. All right. Well, my pick of the week is... Uh, definitely a, a 180. Well, about about as much as Captain Beyond is, but uh, it's a brand new album by Black Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears. What? Called, ba- called Backlash. Oh, my God. This, this is a band I absolutely love. They're out of Austin, Texas. And, man, if you love like old, like, you know, James Brown, that kind of stuff, uh, just rhythm and blues, but it's uh, with a little bit harder edge, and it's a huge band. I mean, he's got a lot of different members, uh, but it's definitely got you know rooted in like James Brown funk and soul. And I saw these guys open up for the New York Dolls uh, about uh, shit, maybe about ten years ago now. Were Not Wally quite. Thunder's ten- alive then. No. No, But Johnny Thunders did die in New Orleans, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He was here and he, he OD'd. He OD'd uh, probably about 10 minutes from my house. <laughs> wow.
0: And, you know, oddly enough, where I used to live a little bit on North Beach, I lived about two blocks away where uh, Tommy Boland
1: died. Awesome. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, that's awesome, right, Ian? He died. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of cool. Uh, the guy from Blind Melon died two blocks from my house. There you go.
0: Well, no, that's super cool. I'm kidding.
1: Uh, But anyway, Black Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears, man. uh, Really, really cool band. And, uh, you know, it's one of the reasons, nine times out of ten, when I go see a band, I don't care who's opening up. I'll go check it out because you never know when you're going to find that one band. And just like, wow. You know, I mean, sometimes they suck. You know, but sometimes you know they suck ahead of time, so you skip it. But if you don't know, take a chance because I mean, these guys could have been more night and day difference than the New York Dallas, but they were just incredible. And I've turned so many people on to them, and uh, they've got a real big following in the South. Go on YouTube, check out some of their songs Black Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears. Uh, and, and the new album, Backlash is, is I, I think could be tied for their best album I really dig it, that is my pick of the week alright, cool alright, well now it's time for Fan of the Week, and Fan of the Week is Jimmy the man, James Schwartz Jimmy James Schwartz, the man who picked this album been here since the beginning uh, you know, very loyal to us, uh, I see him on my radio show all the time and uh and he is trying his damnedest to uh to make it to nashville for the expo he's gonna be he's in the process of moving from indiana to new york so it's kind of a rough period but he's still trying to figure out all the logistics and uh how to keep that beautiful wife of his happy enough to where he can leave and come to nashville and get shit faced drunk with us so Uh, Man, I I hope that works out. He he is a great dude and a great friend that that I I talk to, you know, not only on the page, but we've talked on the phone and we've talked outside of, you know, the normal venues. And uh, he is a stand-up guy and and a huge supporter of ours. So thank you, Jimmy James Swartz. Uh, I hope you like this uh, review.
0: Well, if you don't, don't worry. We're going to review it again in person in that
1: There you go. Under the influence. (laughs) Um, More under the influence. Exactly. We'll we'll, we'll play it. We'll jam to it. All right. Let's go to the plugs.
0: Earpillar, the podcasting and interview news site. To keep up with your favorite bands or artists and the podcasts or interviews where they appear, go to earpealer.com to find out what we're all about. You haven't listened to Mars Attacks podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Royce brings you all types of hard rock and metal-based podcasts. You'll find everything from music-based episodes, interviews, to series such as ultra-sexy classic album series, where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists, and show hosts comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and
1: metal. Get with it and go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more. Listen to The Rock Show with Gully and Joe. Go to all the W's Gully, G-U-L-L-Y-A-M-D-J-O-A dot U-K. 8pm UK time, 3pm Eastern. The Rock Show with Gully and Joe. Listen to it, don't be a cunt.
0: Music's most diverse podcast,
1: starring Luke Innes, Greg Sims, Bootlegs, and Mr. T from Germany. New episodes released every Saturday on Podbean,
0: Podcast Addicts, and iTunes. The True Alternative Podcast. Alright, KISS Army. Since 2007, you've been getting Podkissed, the KISS Audio fanzine
1: for your ears that's right it's your podcast every month the podcast crew along with the kiss room brings you kiss talk like no one else whether it be roundtables interviews with the band past and present analysis and great kiss fun hi this is jay perelli
0: and you're listening to podcast hi this is bruce kulik and you're listening to podcast
1: the podcast the kiss audio fanzine for your ears
0: Have you developed paralysis from trying to choose a movie on Netflix? Of course you have. There's too much garbage on Netflix to sift through. So join us on our podcast, We Watched It For You. We watch a bad movie every week and try to determine its watchability. We Watch It For You is for bad movie fans, B movie fans, underground film fans, and cult movie fanatics alike. Don't miss an episode of We Watched It For You, a guide to the lesser-known movies of Netflix, available on iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts.
1: Hey, everybody, I'm Aaron. And I'm Chris. And we're from the Decibel Geek Podcast. And if you love this... you'll love us that's right brand new episode every single Monday you can find us on iTunes and at decibelgeek.com and the best thing is it's rock and roll and it's always free alright well if you enjoyed this wart filled episode and we know you did come back next week when once again it is a special guest at at an album that somebody paid good American dollars to hear Jacob Wood yeah. is there going to be our special guest? What album will it be? Well, you will have to wait and tune in, and that's next week on the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. And
0: maybe the first time we review a live album, am I right?
1: Yeah, in its entirety. Yeah. Ooh, true. which one is it? Find that out, man. We've never reviewed a live album. True, true. That's a week. great live
0: album because it's fake the type of live albums I love right Ian yes you awake dude I know we just did fucking three episodes in a row man
1: (laughs) yeah no yeah no I was just I was I was I was waiting for you to give the sign of the the last you know great word (laughs) I have my bass player here
0: who's never appeared on an episode tell the people and I he's showing me his tit. Tell the people, tune in next week on the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, you bitches. Go tune
1: ahead. in next week on the Rock and Podcast, you fucking bitches.
0: Nobody will ever get the name of our show right. <laughs> the
1: Rock and Metal Podcast. No, bitches. still. Nope. No, no, try no, again. Wait, wait, wait one more time. The Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know it sucks, right? <laughs> tune in next week on the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, bitches. You pod, can't even say podcast. <laughs> he even got a fucking podcast. Nah. Dude, and he's sober. <laughs> but Ian, Ian, you say it. <laughs> Tune in next week on the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. God
0: damn this drunk fucker said yeah, it right. Wait, he says
1: it all the time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's like a fucking tongue
0: twister, man. That's right. What a long ass ending. Wait for to short as that. Uh, right? <laughs> all right, Ian. Go rest all your right. liver, man. I need to see yeah. you in Nashville in fucking in a bunch of months, dude. Don't kill yourself before that. So, dude, so dude.
1: once again. Once again, why did your bass player come over while you're going getting ready to go to bed? Uh, so we can fuck. Nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> All
0: right, till next week, the live album, the debut live album review.
1: All right. Goodbye. I'll see you later, brother. <laughs> later.